Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinanced. I am one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always. Damien, why are you so low? I'm excited, <laughs> I'm happy to be in Movie Money Refinanced Hi everybody, it's Shana. Damien just frightened me, he was like, hello everyone! <laughs> Like, wow. <laughs> I'm excited. I like to come with big energy to the start of the show because yeah. we have a long show to do today. Yeah, we, we do. have a lot to talk about. People, if you don't know, if you're not a part of like the movie verse, Comic Con was this past weekend. This past week has been Comic Con. Mm-hmm. It all came to a head this weekend with some of the biggest movie news of the year, of the decade, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about the top five box office, uh, talking about our predictions from last week and. We're going to be talking about one huge thing in the box office this weekend okay. that that happened um, that we didn't think was going to happen for a while, but it actually they pulled it up. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be talking about, I think that's it, but it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of news. Yeah, because I have, for the first time ever, guys, I made a list of all the news Shana, this past week. Shana did I'm her homework. way ahead of Damien this you, week. You are. I made a list as well, but I'm pretty sure your list is way longer. Like no, it's, I, I'm, not. it's not that long. It's Come not on. that long? Okay. <laughs> All right. It's not the size that matters. It's how you use it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's going to be a show for this week. Let me just turn out that music really quickly. Now, it's a little bit... It's, it's, it's going to be difficult because I know that you have somewhere to go. Um, I mean... We, we, don't, we don't have a lot of time to spend on this episode, but we have so much to talk about. I feel like the Comic-Con episode is always our biggest one. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's either the Comic-Con ones or like later on in the year when they're showing trailers for the, the next summer. You mm-hmm. know, like November, December times, that's when they usually show the big trailers. The Oscar period. At the Oscar period. And plus, that's when, they, um, that's when the big budget Christmas movies mm-hmm. come out to make a lot of money. We have to discuss all of that in the box office. So it's going to be a hell of an episode this week. Um, well, first of all, Shana, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Doing good? Yes. How I'm How was your weekend? My weekend was good, thanks to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, what did, what did, how did I make your weekend better? Yeah, well, Damon invited me to his birthday barbecue, everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he had a lot of fun. He looked, he, he looked that way. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's about a, an hour and a half mm-hmm. of that evening that I don't remember at all. Yeah, I, 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 I can understand why. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's par for the course for your birthday, I feel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I wanted to get into that for a second. But first of all, I want to say it, it has been a long day for me today. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, at work? Um, I, not just at work. I was at work. And, you know, um, over the summer, the company, they bring on these interns Mm -hmm. and we have to, I was an intern at one point. Um, Mm -hmm. and when you're an intern, you kind of just have to bug your supervisor for everything that you need. True. And of course, because they're interns, none of them drive, um, because they're all too young to have licenses. (laughs) So I had to be driving them around today. Like we drove from downtown all the way up to Sovereign. Wow. And then after they couldn't find everything in Sovereign, we had to go to Megamart. And then somebody wanted food. So we had to go from Megamart to go get somebody food and then back to the office. I really felt like I was somebody's parent today. Yeah. It was a really, really long day. Uh, I don't think I left because you, you, you messaged me around 2 o'clock. Yeah. And you were telling me, um, you were asking if we're doing the show. Um, and I couldn't respond because I wasn't in Wi-Fi and, you know, my data ran out. But mm-hmm. um, we, we, when I finally got to talk to you, that was around, I think, like 4.30 or something mm-hmm. like that. I didn't leave the office until 5.30. Oh, so, so you're just actually... So I'm literally just getting home. When, when you called, oh. I was just setting up the, the mics and everything because, like, the desk, just, it was over there because it was out of the way. 
So I had to move it in the center so we could do the show. Mm-hmm. So I was just finished with everything when you called and said you were coming to, you know, okay. um, get picked up. You know up. the funny thing, Damien? I was actually going to call you mm-hmm. and tell you that I was just going to meet you downtown. And then we just come all the way. But I was just so you lazy. See? If you had done that, yeah. we, we would not have met. Like, the, the, the paths would not have crossed. At, although, if you had gotten there around, like, 5.30, maybe, mm-hmm. I, maybe we would have. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it worked out, like, perfectly. Because when, mm-hmm. when, when the day was ending, I was like, I am, I'm not going to get home till like, 6.30. And I'm not going to get set up yet. Sean is going to give me a lot of shit for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're here. We're doing a show. And we're going to have a good time. Yes, we are. Um, but, yeah, about the weekend. Uh, yeah, Shauna, you came. And it's the first time you've come to like an event like that at the house. Yes, I thank you for inviting me. No, I, it was a pleasure having the you. The only thing, though, I just wish I, I could have gone in the pool. But, you know? You see? Because <laughs> I was just there watching you guys. And I was like, damn. I should, that should be me. You see, it, it, I, I always feel like it's a standing <laughs> order. Like, anytime someone invites you to their house and there is a pool... Always just assume that the pool is ready for use. Yeah, that's you know? the thing. I wasn't really thinking about the pool. Yeah, you gotta, you, know, you have to always pack that swimsuit just in case. Even yeah. if they say no, yeah. it's okay. They don't need to know you packed the swimsuit. Yeah. But you pack <laughs> it just in case, can you never know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and next time, anytime you want to, you know, you could jump in there right now. I mean, not right now because it's been pouring yeah. rain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because we had a barbecue on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Which, how was the food, by the way? Did you enjoy the food? Yes, I did. I'm very glad because yeah. I, I spent a long time on that food. Yeah. Um, shout out to Brittany. Um, she made that sauce, which everybody mm-hmm. was loving. And I tried um, hummus for the first time. Oh, yeah. That was the first yeah. time trying hummus? First time. What is your impression of hummus? Well, I don't know what to think of it. It's just different. It is. That's a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know what to think. Maybe the, the next time mm-hmm. I'll have more of an opinion on it. But it was just different. You know, it's funny because hummus is like, it's like, it, it's, it's. Something you put on like a cracker to add mm-hmm. that moisture, but also hummus is dry on its own. You know, it can't because oh. it's made with chickpeas and olive oil, mm-hmm. so it kind of tastes like you know, it's kind of like you're eating a chewed up cracker already. So I, I mean, oh. <laughs> and that's not a bad way to put it, but it's it's very it's not the the it's not like mayonnaise where if you put mm-hmm. that on a sandwich, it's just it feels like you've added a lot of moisture. It's kind of like a midway point. People who don't really like mayonnaise, okay. um, but I'm I'm glad you got to try hummus for the first time. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to report um, last week. You, you said that you were putting yourself under pressure for a birthday gift for me. Yes. And I want to report to the people. Shauna came through. Um, she, <laughs> she, she gave the best gift of all. Gift of money. Because you can never go wrong with money. That's true. Um, because... Uh, and it was really sweet way because you, you were like taking out the envelope and you were all shy about it. Like, you know, I yeah. tried to get you something else, but I couldn't get it in yeah, time. Yeah, because I was just like walking in stores. I'm like, clothes, no, this is boring. Yeah. Because what I would, you know, that both of us were huge film fans. Mm-hmm. So naturally, I'd want to get you like something film, film oriented. Oh, yeah, So of I course. was like, where am I going to find something special? And yeah. I was like, I'm not finding anything special. So I'm just going to give him the money. He'll do whatever he wants. <laughs> no, because if you if we're in the States, right? Yeah. That's that's an easy thing to exactly. do. Exactly. You walk into any, you know, they still have stores with like a, like a, a lot of DVDs and stuff. You mm-hmm. go to like a Best Buy, they mm-hmm. have rows and rows of posters, you know, yeah, that you could get. Exactly. Um, all sorts of like, you know, like Rick and Morty Bulls and, and, and Spider-Man this and, mm-hmm. you know, Game of Thrones that. Like all sorts of franchise stuff. stuff. Yeah. Just stuff. Even if I'm not going to use it, it's just stuff. Yeah. Um, but here, it's really difficult to find stuff like that. Um, and if you do find it, it's 
probably gonna be like a damaged box and mm-hmm. really overpriced. Yeah, that's true. Like that's true. Um, I still see like Pirates of the Caribbean toys mm-hmm. Fr- from like two from like Dead Man's Chest. I still see those wow. toys in like the pharmacy, and they look terrible. And they're wow. still like three grand, which is ridi- is ridiculous. It's better to just buy it online. It is, I mean. yeah, yeah. But it's, it, it that's that's to rip off the people who don't buy things online, who don't have access to like. Um, uh, a mailbox or something. Although it's getting easier to buy online now with circles and, mm-hmm. and companies like those. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you had fun at the barbecue. It was really fun. Yes. Um, I'm glad to everybody who came out to that. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. And, and you know, it was funny. Every time that, because um, you were, you I mean, you know me and you know Brittany, you know Kyle. Mm-hmm. But like, there were a bunch of people that you didn't really know. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I, I hoping that we'll get to that point where like, because I, I saw when you walked in, Kyle was like, yo, Wagwan, Shana. And I, was, I thought that was really cool. So hopefully we can get to that point where, like, everybody knows you because you're not yeah. just, like, the person that comes off of moving money. Because, Shana, I think you're part of the family. Yeah. Um, I, re- I really do that feel that way. That made me feel so good. Yeah, man. I really do feel that way. Also, yo, the card you got me. The card. I don't know yeah. how you found that card. Yeah, I was just roll, I was just walking around. As I said, I was trying to find something special. Yeah. And I saw it. I'm like. It was an excellent yeah. card because Shana got me this Marvel Comics um, birthday card. It was just like saying happy birthday with some Marvel heroes on it, with like the classic comic book styles, and it was mm-hmm. all like yellow. And you saw like the old fashioned Falcon and old yes. fashioned Hulk and the, like. I it, that card alone would have been an okay gift, and then there was money inside. Like that made yeah. it even better. Um, Amen is rich people. He's <laughs> rich now. Uh, I, I'm not, not going to talk about like the two hours that I couldn't find the money. But <laughs> all right, uh, let's get on with the show. Okay, let, let's get into the top five then. Yeah, let's see who won. Let's see who who could have won. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to mention. I was going to mention that um, while we were doing the barbecue. Um, every now and then, you were keeping me updated with Comic Con yes. news. Like every every ten minutes, Sean would be like, "Yo, Marvel just dropped this, and yeah. DC not doing this anymore." Like it, yeah. it was it was really like I had my own news feed coming to me while I was at the barbecue. It was really great. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't even know that the Marvel panel was Saturday. Yeah, I didn't so know. So when either. I was just like peeping on Twitter, I realized everybody was just like. All right, it's it's Marvel time, Marvel time. So, all right, let me just see what they're saying. I thought they were re- were really gonna say much, but then trust me, they dropped some bombs. Hello, they couldn't not say much because they've been away from Comic Con for a couple of years yeah. now, <laughs> and they came back with a vengeance. But yeah. we'll save that for later. We're gonna get into the box office right now. Um, okay, so first off, let's get in. Let's look at what our guesses were because I don't think I don't think we were on the ball this week, Shauna. You don't think so? I don't think so. Um, Even if we weren't on, oh no, just just letting you all know that I won last week. You know, you know, anybody who who has been listening last to you long enough, they know that you're you're a shyster. <laughs> you're you're a con artist, is what you are. <laughs> Let me see. No, oh oh, it looks like somebody did win. I don't know about. We'll that. get to that in a second. I'm gonna hold on to that one because I, I wasn't sure, know, but we'll get into that. All right, so coming in at number five this weekend for the fourth week. Uh, in a row in the top five. That's pretty good for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, five million dollars for the opening for the fifth week in a fifth weekend for yesterday. Um, it has made fifty-seven point five million dollars domestically on a budget of twenty-six million. Let's see what our worldwide gross is. Worldwide, it has made ninety-eight million dollars. Wow. That is impressive. This yesterday, is a hit. it is a hit. It's it's like the songs in the movie. It's a big hit. Like uh, this is something that is making money despite the competition. It's a little movie. You know, it's kind of like counter-programming to exactly. the big-budget stuff that's going on. 
It has a cute concept, good music, like people. That's why people kept going to Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man. People mm-hmm. love those that that music, and it's, you know, I mean, we haven't gotten the, the we've gotten some movies based on the Beatles. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten the huge Beatles movie yet, though. Yeah, I feel like we haven't gotten there. We're like the yeah, o- we haven't gotten any yeah. um like biopic or anything yet. Well, there's been one or two smaller movies. Like there was one with um, I forget his name. Uh, the guy who played Kickass, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think mm-hmm. he was in it. Yeah, I think he played. He was in. He played um, John Lennon oh, in a movie called Strawberry Hill or something like oh, that. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, I, I might be wrong on the actor there, but I know there was a movie um, featuring just John Lennon and his introduction to the Beatles. Yeah, I just, when you really think about it, there hasn't really been any like big biographies with um, the Beatles. Can't say. I th- I think it might be something that is. Um, I think it has to do with the rights. I don't think there's a... There's, I mean, Paul McCartney is still alive. So is Ringo Starr. So I think... I mean, maybe once they're... Because the Beatles' name and brand is something mm-hmm. that's, you know, been tied up in litigation from... Like, Michael Jackson owned the Beatles yeah. at one point. Um, I don't know if his estate still does, but I think there might be something where it's... it's like, no studio is going to shy away from doing the Beatles movie. I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody wants to get a piece Trust of that. Me, that movie would make a lot of money. That movie would make a lot of money. Trust especially me. with how much money biopics have been making recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's yesterday's making a lot of money. Uh, number four, we have Crawl, which is the Sam Raimi... Is it directed? I, I think I no. ask this every week. It's not it's, directed it's by Alexander Aya. Yeah. Okay. Alexander High. Alexander Aya. Yeah. Well, you know... Alexander... Keep yeah. keep keep in mind um, the the mispronunciation of names when we get to the person who was um, announced as the Shang Chi um, cast because yeah. I do not I can, I'm gonna I'm saying it from now I'm not gonna say his name right well, I'm gonna I say am it. going to say it okay I you can g- I, I, give it right, your best no, shot I have no shame you know what I'll let you say it so I don't get yeah. in trouble for it um, okay so crawl it has been out for let me see two weeks mm. it went from number three to number four uh, I don't know for some reason I felt like this has been out for longer. Uh, it made $6 million in its uh, second weekend, uh, d- total domestic gross of 23.9, budget of 13.5. It has made $33.8 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, so more than its budget, definitely. Not a, not a f- you know, huge success. Yeah, not, not a making success. Not a movie that was really out there as well. Yeah. But I mean, it should finish around 40 plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah may- maybe like late 40s. I would say... If it has a continuous run of making little bits of millions here and there, like for the next yeah. few weeks, although I think the buzz has kind of died down on it, mm-hmm. um, it I would say maybe like low 60s, if I'm being really optimistic, yeah. really, really optimistic. Wow, low um, 60s, wow. That's, well, if, that's you know, if, if the movie happens to have a crawl mm, wow. to that. <laughs> really, really, really. <laughs> I couldn't help. I just saw, I, yeah. I saw it and I couldn't help it. But yeah, yeah I think it could because um, it's... $23.9 million is not that low um, for two weeks. I think that's not that bad. Um, it, it could make like $40 million domestically and then mm-hmm. make up the rest of it worldwide. Um, number three, we have a Bangbusters movie. We have Toy Story 4 for its fifth week in the top five. It's just at number three. Uh, $15.5 million this weekend. Total domestic gross of 376.4. And the worldwide gross for Toy Story 4 is... 800? 861. Very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. All right. Shauna's on the ball today. If only she made the right predictions. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Toy Story 4 is making a lot of money. Um, it's, 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 I, I think it's going to make a billion. Um, 
And I think it just goes to show that Disney cannot be stopped because oh, trust me. It cannot be continuing stopped. all the way through to the number one, number two movie is Spider-Man Far From Home. Although this is Sony, um, it's still a Marvel movie, which is, you know, made with the Marvel Cinematic Universe or Disney behind it. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man Far From Home this weekend for its third weekend in the top five. It's at number two. It made $21.2 million this weekend. Total domestic gross of 319.8. And the worldwide gross is, did it hit the billion yet? No, it's at $970.9 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. It's going to hit billion this week. This week, definitely. Um, budget of 160 million people are going to see this movie. Yeah, it's a the, lot. It's, it's, it's the highest grossing Spider-Man movie to date. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I, I didn't realize that. It's going to be the first one to hit a billion, of course. Spider-Man hasn't hit... That's no, right. That's nothing. right. Like, the, spad, the, the Tobey Maguire's are, like, yeah, what, like around 800, 800 and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Or now. Probably, um, you could bring up the uh, yeah, comparisons. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring up the... Um, let's see if we can go to the Spider-Man um, series Spider-Man. Yes, at number five. Um, Spider-Man 1 made... That's for just the worldwide. It made for Spider-Man one. So Spider-Man, the the Tobey Maguire first Spider-Man movie made eight hundred twenty-one million. Um, Spider-Man three made eight hundred ninety million. So Spider-Man three is the highest grossing of the Tobey Maguire movies. Um, Into the Spider-Verse is the lowest grossing with three hundred seventy-five. But I mean that's animated. Yeah. Um, and the uh, Amazing Spider-Man two is the lowest grossing higher um live action Spider-Man movie with seven hundred ninety-nine million. Yeah. So yeah, Far From Home is is it's on its way. by a large margin the yeah. highest grossing Spider Man movie. Yeah, yeah I didn't hit that billion this week. Yeah. Um hey, I remember when the the Raimi Spider Man movies came out. Yeah. And they hit a hundred million for the weekend and it was like just a huge Oh yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, trust me, it was a big thing. Yeah. But you know, but back then I wasn't really a movie fan or anything, so I just remember like watching on E T V and mm-hmm. it was just like this big thing oh, my It was God, a huge I'm, deal, yeah. 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 Um I think it was the first movies to hit hundred million on a weekend though. It I, pro- think I mean, so. I'm I I don't I think I remember it being something like that because it was mm-hmm. it was Spider Man and Harry Potter back in those like in the early two thousands were yeah. like huge, huge, huge like Trust huge me. blockbusters. Um I do want to note though the f- Tobey Maguire first Spider-Man movie is the highest grossing domestic movie. It made 400 million mm-hmm. um, domestically with Spider-Man 2 making 373 and Spider-Man 3 making 336. Um, Homecoming and Far From Home are not far behind because they're mm-hmm. still in 300 million dollar range but Spider-Man is the top dog domestically. And adjusting for inflation, the Raimi Spider-Man movies are the top three um, but not by too much. Mm-hmm. Like the Spider-Man 3 is at 440 million and Homecoming is at 337. So um, I think the, the, the Far From Home, I, I, I mean, I remember when Homecoming was coming out mm-hmm. or, or when it came out, it, um, it was slightly disappointing because it didn't do huge numbers for what people thought Spider-Man in the MCU was going to do. Yeah. Like it kind of took a long time to get to the 800 million. Yeah. Um, and that was after Amazing Spider-Man 2 just had come out a couple of years before. It was kind of low performing and people were like, we don't need another Spider-Man. But yeah. Far From Home is kind of proving, and also the Endgame boost. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's proving that people are seeing Spider-Man as a, you know, a draw for the box office once again. Like, especially Definitely. more than, than what he had become in the last few years after the Raimi movies. So, um, triumphant return for Spider-Man. And returning once again, uh, well, not really once again, but the <laughs> same story. 
Uh, yeah. Coming back to the box <laughs> office is The Lion King 2019. It made $191.7 million opening weekend. Um, let me see the worldwide. At, you know, it was actually 185. It was 185, yeah, on Sunday, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so the worldwide gross for its opening weekend is 543.6. Uh, again, to talk about Spider-Man, was it Spider-Man or was it Toy Story? But I think it was one of those made like 500 million in its opening weekend. Um, Far From Home or Toy Story 4. One of those very recently made like 500 million in its opening weekend. I think it was um, Toy Story. Yeah, I think, I, I think so. Um, but let me just look up the budget for Lion King. Probably like three on two, 250. Between 200 and 300. Yeah, yeah 260 million, yeah. yeah. Um, so... They did it. They made back their budget. They doubled it. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, mean, this is this is going to make a billion dollars. Yeah, no yeah. question. Um, and with that, I do have to make note of um, the highest grossing movies of the year so far. And just to show you how many of them are Disney. Wow. Um, so number five, we have Far <laughs> so From Home, which everything. is... Well, five, Far From Home is technically Sony. Um, oh, let me do worldwide. Disney Snow. Disney Snow. Sony. Disney Sony. Let's yeah. call it that. But Toy Story 4 is at number 5 at 861. So Adam Far From Home is at 970. Aladdin is at 989. Uh, Captain Marvel is 1.1. I forgot Captain Marvel came out this year. Yeah. Like I, it, it feels like it came out so long yeah, ago. Yeah, it came out. It feels like it came out last year. Yeah, but I mean, the, the number 5 through to number 1 are all Disney movies. And at number 1 is Avengers Endgame, which this very weekend... It topped for the highest grossing film of all time. All time, time people. Um, not adjusting for inflation, obviously, but it did beat Avatar's record of 2.788 um, billion. And Endgame is at 2.79 billion. Um, and Endgame is not out of theaters yet. It still nope. has a few more weeks to go, so it might rack yeah. up a few more millions. Um, just to, you know, keep a, a margin in I case something not, else comes I along. I would not be surprised if they pull it out next week. <laughs> Just, just because. <laughs> all right, we did it. Take it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it's it's on its last its last lap right now. Yeah, because I mean, the Blu-ray just got announced. It's being released yeah. August thirteen, yeah, so, so it's, it's not that much longer. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure they were like, we're keeping it in there until yeah. we don't care how long. It, we will keep it in there for years. Yeah. Until we get the oh, top definitely. spot. But the thing is, you know, as I said. They wouldn't even have to do that little um, quote unquote re release because it's not yeah. really a re release because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. still in theaters. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't even have to do it if Avatar didn't have a re release. Because yeah. Avatar had like a 40 mil- made like $40 million of their re release. So imagine if they didn't do that re release. Yeah. Avengers Endgame would have passed them already. Yeah, it, it like would have been done already. Amazing time because it's like three months since they came out. Mm-hmm. So they made 2.79 billion dollars in like less than three months yeah um and 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 the re-release was not as dramatic as avatars was yeah, exactly um, it was very slight like, yeah i think they made like probably like what 10 they made million? like f- they made five million domestically yeah extra on the the weekend that they re-released it and it was only re-released to like a thousand more theaters yeah. so it wasn't that um hefty so it's not like it, it it gave them an uh, additional 50 million no, no, or no. anything so um so yeah i think that i'm uh, did you see the the post that james cameron made yes i did yeah so it was it was um for people who didn't see it uh every time that there's a record broken on the box office the previous movie or the previous director or studio they make a congratulatory post and sometimes it's with a visual um i remember when jurassic world beat 
Age of Ultron or the original yeah, it Avengers. Was a, yeah, it was ori- original Avengers. Right. And it had um, Chris Pratt on top of the the T Rex with yeah. holding Mjolnir. Yeah. Um, there, there was one with Jaws. The I think there was Jaws and Star Wars. Yeah, well. Jaws and Star Wars. There was Titanic and and yeah. and I think it was Titanic and Star Wars or Titanic and Jaws, one of them. Um, it would have been Titanic and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, so this one was Iron Man was being lifted up up by the um, the, the, the like yeah, the weird yeah, jellyfish yeah, looking floating things yeah, from Avatar, Avatar yeah. and it had like the the you know the Navi speak for I see you. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, yeah, that's that's fine. It was it was okay. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. It, it just, it, it, I mean, it was like, remember Avatar is coming out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Endgame did it. People weren't sure if it was going to do it. Um, so yeah, that's top five for this week. We had Yesterday, then Crawl, then Toy Story 4, Spider-Man Far From Home, and then The Lion King. And if that sounds familiar, that's because those are my choices from last week, which I had I, Yesterday I at number five, know. Crawl at number four, Toy Story 4 at number three, Spider-Man know. Far From Home at number two, and The Lion King at number one. I think that earns me. So what win. about my one last week? Huh? I put it there. You were tied. No, no, you didn't put it there. Yeah, put, I my I, 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 put my stroke. Put my stroke. You know what? Just to make you happy. There. You get another yeah, one. Yeah, because you didn't put it there. I didn't I see you d- put it there. D- I don't remember. It was last <laughs> week. It's from all the inebriation this past <laughs> week. When it's your birthday, you celebrate. That's what, that's what I have to say. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we get into the news, which there is a lot of, um, let me go into the box office for next week, and then we can we make do our the predictions. trailers first, because there's a lot of trailers. Yeah, we can do the trailers first, and then we can yeah. talk about the movie announcements that don't have trailers. Oh, that's interesting. Um, all right, so next week is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Not that next week, this week. Coming out yeah. this Friday is Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie. Um, it'll be interesting to see how well that does. Um, Shauna, I'm not sure about this one. So, oh, Hobbs and Shaw is a week after. I'm going to let you go first. Okay, no problem. Because I'm not I'm sure. The no, you're not. We already established that. All right. I put down the stroke. <laughs> Didn't you see that? We had a whole thing about it. All right, you go first. Alrighty, so I think Lion King will repeat. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have Lion King at number one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have twenty-one million for Spider-Man. All yeah. right, Tarantino. So Tarantino is a name. You'll see some dough. So I'll put Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood at number two. I just put QT for Quentin Tarantino. I can't. Well, no. Acronym. Do better. What, what do you want me to put? O-U-A-T. Once upon, just put one, or Hollywood, just put Hollywood. Yeah, but I have to type out all of Hollywood. <laughs> there, I typed out Hollywood. Yes, and then I'll put Spider-Man at number three. Okay. Toy Story at number four. Okay. And I guess Crawl at number five, because there's nothing else. Yeah, there is nothing down. else. It's, it's, it's getting down to that period of just, just one movie a week. Yeah. And just put, put and just slotting yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, all right, I'm going to do an experiment. Yeah, you really. are. You, every week. I'm not, I'm not going to do an experiment like that. I'm not going to just throw in, like, Aladdin to be number one. Um, <laughs> no, I want to see how much his last movie, Hateful Eight, okay. Um, it's his, highest, his highest grossing is Django. That's around Christmas, though. Okay, I need a summer release. Inglorious Bastards. That's, like, ten years ago, though, so I don't know. Um, okay, let me just say Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight... Made. Were you putting Hateful Eight at number one? No, that's not what I'm. <laughs> yes, Hateful Eight, the movie from 2015, is gonna come back. You sure you don't want to do that? I'm not gonna do that. 
Um, okay, we want to make like 15 million. Um, opening weekend. It was a limited release, though. Mm-hmm. Not too, yeah, not too wide. Do you remember they had the, um, what it was, 35 millimeter showings? And yeah. They, yeah, they were being very experimental with the hateful eight. Well, you say experimental, so I say pretentious, but whatever. <laughs> um, okay, about 30 million for Django. So that makes sense. F- um, I would say that's ab- about that for, for this movie. Although it has Margot Robbie, Leonardo DiCaprio, exactly. Brad Pitt. Like it's Lots of big hitters. Yeah, and, and the trailer got people talking. And it's yeah. Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie. Like, it's got a lot of stuff behind Speaking it. Speaking of Tarantino, but we'll wait until you're finished. Okay. Oh, is that the, uh, the Star Trek stuff? No. Okay, not never mind that. Then. There's two news. Um, all right, so I'm going to do, uh, hopefully not exactly what you do, but the first, thing, the first two things is going to be Lion King and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for number two. Um, Spider-Man, I guess Spider-Man for number three. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do I want to put crawling or yesterday? I'm going to change it up. I'm going to put yesterday. Okay. I, I have a feeling about... I, I think yesterday is going to be... People are going to still want to see it. It'll stay at the top five. Crawl will get knocked down to like number six. Okay. So yeah, I'll see that. Um, before we move on really quickly. Um, how much did... Endgame made a million dollars this weekend. That's all wow. it needed. There's one, there's one more million. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Secret Life of Pets 2 is at 151. Let me see. There was something else I wanted to mention. Um, let me see. No, no, nothing I really saw interesting. Black yesterday. Yeah, I saw. How, you you oh didn't Lord. like it. You know why you didn't like it? Okay, it's a bad movie. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, okay, so that's, that's, the top, that's the box office. That's our picks for next week. Um, and... Uh, we we'll, we'll get into the news. Okay, so let's get into. You want to go off of your list? Okay. So we can just go off of that. No, I thought you wanted. Well, I have a list here, but let's just uh, right, we, go off you, your list. All right, right. You know, what, let me mention my list. Yeah, you mention your all list, right, and then so I- if you like don't have anything that I have, I'll just yeah. jump in. All so. right, no problem. All right, so first and foremost, um, at number one, I have the Halloween <laughs> Halloween sequels. Did they have? <laughs> did they have trailers for those? No, it was just like, you know, like some just previews, but it wasn't really trailers. Or yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. But so they've announced yeah. two new Halloween movies. Yeah. Yeah. And what are they, they have names, right? Yeah, it's Halloween Ends is the last one. Yeah. And Halloween what, Kills. Um, I think it's Halloween Kills, Kills yeah. Kills and Halloween Ends. Um, I don't love those titles. How is, it, how is this man still alive, though? What, Michael Myers? Yeah, I yeah. mean, you watched Halloween last mm-hmm. year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was last year or was the year before? It was last, last year. year. So, I mean, I thought that was it. Yeah. So, now to hear that there's another one. Hang on. Yeah, I completely agree with you because I don't, I, I mean, the, the last, I don't, I don't see them doing much more with this franchise. I love the last movie. I thought it would have been a perfect send-off for Trust the me, franchise. Cash grabs. Yeah. It's ultimate cash grabs. Because the last one made a lot of money. Exactly, yeah. and it was like the perfect send-off. Mm-hmm. I think. So why is there two more, two more Halloween movies? Why is Michael Myers not dying? Yeah, not even like one more movie. Yeah. Two. Like this is not a cinematic universe mm-hmm. where you need to plot out like the phases and stuff. This is like. Yeah. <laughs> this should be one-off slash. Like, there's no way I'm going into the next movie not thinking about the movie that comes after. Like, the, the, I'm already seeing these movies as two-parters. Yeah. So I'm not really... I, I, I don't look forward to those. I mean, it's the same director. Did yeah. they announce that? Yeah, okay. it is. I think it's, what, David Gordon Green? Let me look I up. I believe so. Yeah. 
Um, let me see. How do we? Is it gonna go yeah, from exactly. the very beginning? Um, I I'm going to watch. I love, I love a good but I mean, just I don't. I, I mean, I thought the man was dead now. I don't know what else he can do. And unless he cut off his head. Yeah, and even the, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut off his head in the one next year and he's back. Yeah. In the other one. So yeah, so it's David Gordon know. Green in the director's chair. He will once again help write the film alongside the returning Danny McBride and uh, rectifies Scott Teams. Would also complete the trilogy as director with 2021's Halloween Ends. Trilogy. <laughs> Tri- yeah. Um, for the franchise that has been going on for, yeah, for what, like three decades. 40 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, writing duties for that film are David Gordon Green, Dan McBride, Paul Brad Logan, and Chris Berenier. Um, so yeah, that's the Halloween movies. Um, it, it, they'll come out. They'll probably make a lot of money. Hopefully yeah, they'll be good. If I mean, I hope they're good. Yeah, because the Blumhouse... Good. I'll yeah. give it that. And it had a killer soundtrack. Yeah. Trust me, it had that nostalgia writing for it as well because the soundtrack was kind of, was really aching to the original movies. Yeah. Because it was John, John Carpenter did the soundtrack, mm-hmm. I believe so. So that was one of the best things about the movie. But I thought it got kind of silly in the middle, but I, I appreciated that, you know, kind of campiness of mm-hmm. the horror. Like, you're, okay, you're just having fun watching a, a, a slasher movie with this unstoppable monster. Um, just so. with these damn... 70s, early 80s slasher. Yeah. Slasher killers. Trust me, they are on They just can't stop. They can't yeah. stop killing. Yeah. All right, what else you got? All right, so I have some Little Mermaid news. Oh, yes. I was told... I w- <laughs> Is Terry Crews in? Because Terry Crews has been campaigning to be King Triton. What? Yeah. Well, uh, I have something else. Well, mm-hmm. I read that um, Ari Styles, that's a singer. Oh, I think no. he's around One Direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's being courted for no. Prince Eric. No, yeah. no, Harry Styles. No, he's God, the one no. that's all the rumors are on now. Oh for Prince no! Star. Come on, man, that's, give him a chance. That is terrible. And also, King Triton. I don't hear. I didn't hear. Sorry, this is this is. I don't remember what we were talking about. Sorry, folks, because I had to. Uh, I had to stop yeah. the recording to go upstairs. Somebody was calling me. We really need to get that like that light outside. People oh, know not me. to call. I mean, and if they call, something just like, you know, like but a hammer just drops on their head. Or oh yeah, like or like a piano or an anvil. Like, yeah, we'll go full Looney Tunes on them. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm gonna put a light in every room in the house so yeah, that wherever so they are, unavailable. they know. They know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all right. What we're talking about? We're talking about the Little Mermaid. Right. Yes. Casting. Harry Styles. Yeah. Come on. Why man. couldn't you leave me you back? No. Hold on, Ashana. I was just in a world where I didn't remember that, and you brought me back. Come on, man. He gave a Oscar-worthy performance in um, Dunkirk. Come on. Dun- oh yeah, he was in Dunkirk. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He no, wasn't he bad. wasn't. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Just maybe. Maybe. He, I mean, nothing is set in stone right now, but he's the rumored lead. <sighs> Actor. Can I say something? Yeah. Harry Styles. Harry Styles is pretty damn charming. Like yeah. even it, I'm, I'm groaning because One Direction. I just uh, on a whole, I despise like what they're about because <laughs> I don't know. Like boy bands have always rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, oh. Like from the Jonas Brothers, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, all of them. Like I just they they creep me out a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Harry Styles is kind of charming, so I can see him like. Uh, being Halle's, you know, boy toy or like someone that she and he has the hair for it. Like he he has I cartoon guess. hair. Yeah. Like <laughs> he uh, just naturally that's how his hair looks. Um, 
So I don't know. Yeah, he could be good. He could be. Anything else on Little Mermaid? Yeah. Um, I was. I read. Did they cast Bujo as Sebastian yet? No. I mean, <laughs> like, there's all these weird fan casting on Twitter. Mm-hmm. In Jamaican Twitter, they want like Oliver Samuels to be oh, Sebastian. God. Yes. They want. They put out. They put out a lot of names out there. Who they yep. like? You know, because he has that kind of Jamaican accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're just throwing all kind of names out there, but pretty sure they're not gonna give it to anybody here. Probably give it to somebody that nobody knows. No, they'll probably give it but to like I, Damian I, Marley or something. Yeah, I actually read that King Triton, that Javier Bardem. Oh. Yes. Mm. Is, in, is in talks for King Triton. I, I mean, right now it's just like speculations and rumors. So yeah. nothing is set in stone. Yet, but I heard that he's like the leading man for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm seeing that right here. Javier Bardem could play King Triton in. Hmm. You see, all right. So, so. Here's this is the problem that we were always running into when it comes to the race switching and casting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're gonna race switch with like a family situation, you tend to need to race switch all of them, you yeah. know, unless unless you say Ariel is like you do that awkward thing they did in um, the Fantastic Four movie where, where one of them was adopted, right? Mm-hmm. So unless Ar- I mean Ariel being the adopted daughter could add another layer to mm-hmm. the story of like that why she feels like an outcast why she feels so different like that could be a good thing that they're doing to the story but i just hope it doesn't feel shoehorned in like yeah. they just had to write that in because you know genetics would spell that javier bardem would not produce a child that looks like hallie yeah. um, unless of course he slept with every fish in the sea maybe, and just made like maybe the uh, wife mm-hmm. was you know black yeah yeah, that could work. And then what? So, so, all right. So the wife is black, and he just has a bunch of mixed race daughters. Yeah, that's, I mean that's fine. That's <laughs> yeah. fine with me. I don't mind that. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool if he had mixed race daughters of like different ethnicities. So like he has one that's half Ooh. Asian or sorry, half Chinese, uh, half Indian. Like just because Javier Bardem, mm. he looks like a guy who would get around as King yes, Triton. You know, me. like in his early days, you know, he just. He, he has slut. a different white. He's, he's, he's a fish slut. That's yeah. exactly what it is. So yeah. that's, that's what they need to do. And that way, you have a rainbow cast of just everybody. Every yeah. ethnicity gets to see themselves in The Little Mermaid. Um, so <laughs> that's what they need to do with you that. want to hear more? Yes, please hit me All with the right, next so the one. The next one is Akira. Akira, okay. Yeah, as you know, Akira has been put on hold. I don't know why. Multiple times. I don't know why this time, but. As soon as we heard that Akira was put on hold, then we heard that Tor 4 is happening. Right. Yeah. And mm. that's Taika Waititi. That's right, because Taika was in talks for Akira, right? Yes. Yeah. He was the one that was supposed to give us the uh, live action Akira movie. Yeah. But for some reason, it's been put on hold. We don't know how long. It's probably going to be another decade. Yeah. And we're getting Thor 4. There is, a, there is no way that the Akira movie, when it comes out, will... Will will meet fans' expectations because no, it's been put I, on hold I, too many times. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't have any big expectations yeah. for Akira. I just don't. I mean, I'm not excited for it or anything because I I am very reserved about that. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, do you want to use the Thor for to just go into the Marvel news from now? Uh, no. No, you want to do the other ones first? All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Shauna's a newsmaster this week. Yeah. I gotta do what she says. Yeah. She's she's listen. hosting right now. I'm just listening. All right. And also, I read that Space Jam Two has a new director. S- Whoa! Space Jam Two news. My favorite yeah. kind of news. Yeah. I love Space Jam Two news. Yeah. Um, I know you're not excited for that movie. Who's the new director? Um, I didn't write down his name, but okay. um, he was the girl strip director. I think it's Malcolm D. Lee. 
Okay, yes, Malcolm mm-hmm. D. Lee yeah. over as direct takes over as director on Space mm-hmm. Jam Two. Um, let me see, what else? Girls Trip, you said. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think he directed Girls Trip. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up his name. And uh, what's the name of the guy who directed um, Precious? Um, or that's Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels, that's what it is. Okay, Malcolm D. Lee. He directed. Um, let me see. Yeah, he directed Girls Trip and Night mm-hmm. School. So he's a Tiffany Haddish fan. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean... Girls Trip was nice. Yeah, so it, I, yeah. You know, I feel a little better with this inclusion. Girls Trip had um, memorable comedy scenes, mm-hmm. um, specifically one involving a grapefruit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I can see him doing some funny things with, with um, the Looney Tunes characters and, uh, you know, LeBron James. So yeah, I think that could work out well. I think I, I, think I like him, his, uh, his choice. Or yeah. I, I like him as a choice of a director. I mean, I don't have any big expectations for Space Jam because yes. I just don't think that kind of movie will work. Oh, hold on time. one second. He directed Undercover Brother. I'm, I'm with this. Wow. Because Undercover Brother has that kind of like cartoonish sensibility. Yeah, cheesiness. Cheesiness. Yeah. Um, but it's not just cheesiness. It's cheesiness in the live action world. Yeah. Like that cartoonness that usually see in cartoons but brought over into live action. Mm-hmm. That, he's perfect. So yeah, go and continue to say no. Because it's coming sooner, very soon. So yeah. All right. So my next news is Edward Furlong. You know who that is? Oh 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 oh. Um, John Connor. Yes. Yeah, he's back, right? We heard. Yeah, Mm. I read that John Connor will be in the new Terminator, Dark Fate. So that's a surprise casting. It is a surprise and one casting. One that I am looking forward to. Um, I think it reeks of desperation. Yeah. Because because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just seeing Arnold back. Yeah. Seeing um, Linda Sarah, Hamilton. Linda Hamilton mm-hmm. back. So yeah, they're trying to say, all right, guys, come out, please. Yeah. You thirty-year-olds, you get, <laughs> you grew up with. Trying, you remember? You remember Terminator Two? Remember him? Yeah. He's back. Yeah. So everybody, please, please support us. No, yeah. but um, okay. So I don't want to to. To, to stop you too early mm-hmm. but while we're on Terminator I do want to bring up one thing okay because um, I, I, I prepared this because I saw that they had a, a featurette mm-hmm. for um, Terminator Dark Fate and it's one of those things where it's not really a trailer they show some clips of the movie but there's also some behind the scenes you know interviews and stuff um, so let me just show you what they had or what, I'm just going to play it um, so that people can hear what was said for Comic Con um, for Terminator Dark Fate so I'm going to play this real quickly it's a really short thing a minute and a half So that's Tim Miller, the director, talking. Mm-hmm. And Linda Hamilton looks old. And Arnold, oh my god, I am old. I thought, holy fuck, I'm making a Terminator movie. Hey, let's recapture that tone. It's R rated. It's grim. It's gritty. It's fast. It's intense. Work hard and play hard, and this is what this movie was all about. Tim has this fresh vision and like what he did in Deadpool, his action is huge. Oh yeah, he's a Deadpool director. Yeah, yeah. first Deadpool. You better watch your ass. I hunt Terminators. You metal motherfucker. It follows tonally in the footsteps of T1 and T2. That adrenaline rush feeling, that sense of terror. In this film, the action is ten times bigger. It's like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. 
film is relentless. It just does not stop. Just fucking insane. So um, that don't look bad. No. That's a honestly, good featurette. Honestly, this featurette plus the last trailer mm-hmm. has got me kind of on board yeah. for the new Terminator movie. I mean, I'm still don't have any like huge expectations or anything, but it looks it looks it looks at least promising. It looks a little promising, but I wanted to uh, so so when I watched this, so something stood out to me. Something mm-hmm. reminded me of something I might have seen a couple of years ago. Couldn't really shake it while I was watching it, and it just seems so familiar to me. And then I looked up this. I'm gonna show it to you really quickly. So I'm just gonna I go. I have no idea what to expect sitting down. I wasn't involved in the making of the film. I didn't direct it. I didn't write it. I'm just a fanboy. It's in a dark theater. The movie starts. The machine sent a Terminator back to the time before the war to kill my mother, Sarah Connor. And I start to see things I recognize. It's being very respectful of the first two films. Nice night for a walk, eh? Your clothes, give them to me, now. And then all of a sudden it just swerves. I've been waiting for you. And now I'm going on a journey. I feel like the franchise has been reinvigorated, like this is a renaissance. the films became classics they had characters that you like the terminator it is nice to meet you i've been trying to teach him to blend in i know it needs work the new film which in my mind i think of as the third film we see arnold take the character even farther everybody responds to sarah connor if you like the terminator films i'll be back you're gonna love this movie All right, so that was that was James Cameron talking about Terminator Genesis, came out oh, in Lord. 2015, and he is saying almost word for word the same thing he's saying about Dark Fate. Yeah. He's mentioning well, Terminator One and Terminator Two. He, he's mentioning Sarah Connor and and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, my expectations just dropped. Like it's <laughs> it is. I I remember when he came out and he endorsed Terminator Genesis, yeah. which is the fifth Terminator movie, and that movie is. I, I, have, I have a, I have a couple awful. I have a couple of ratings, right? And like the lowest one I have is read a book, which yeah. is just like don't even watch the movie. Don't, don't even, even don't even spend time watching movies right now because this is a disgrace to movies. Exactly. Go read a book instead. Yeah. This this is this is the this movie was made for that rating. It is yeah. such a bad movie. Yeah, it was. And and James Cameron came out and said, like, "You like the Terminator movies? You're gonna you love, love this, this one. one." All right, so yeah, all right, so. so um, yeah, I'm going to set my expectations. Yeah. Very, and, very and the fact, and you know, when, when I heard that James Cameron said something about Dark Fate, I was like, yeah, okay, they gave him a big check. Like, he just, he just <laughs> you know, and, and, and when I saw what he said, like, just the fact that he was saying everything that we, that we have been hearing as Terminator <laughs> fans from the beginning, like, oh, you like Arnold? He's back. You yeah. like Linda Hamilton and Sarah Connor? She's back. And they're going even further with the Ed, Edward Furlong thing. Yeah. Like, I think the Terminator franchise... Although the Dark Fate trailer has some good action in it, I think Tim Miller has, uh, you know, a kind of dirty way of filmmaking that mm-hmm. I think Genesis was kind of too clean. Like, everything was kind of yeah. too sanitized, and, and um, it didn't feel like 
reality. Kind of felt everything was airbrushed a lot. Yeah. Um, Dark Fate. I don't even know where the plot is going. I mean, at, at least there's no twist to reveal like there was in Genesis with mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, what's his um, name, John Connor, Connor being a, a Terminator. But yeah, I have zero faith in Dark Fate because I will not give myself to another Terminator movie. Mm-hmm. I am not doing it yeah. until that movie has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I am not. I will work with seventy percent. I work with, no, yeah. Yeah. Work, yeah. If it gets good reviews, then yeah. I'll be like, okay, maybe <laughs> it'll be good. But until I see that point, until I see other people saying it. No, I, I'm not going to say that this is going to be a good movie. All I'm right. sure it's going to be terrible. Right. But I anyway, who knows? <laughs> I have two more pieces of news. Okay. This one is not really a big, big news. Right. But um, they're actually making another, well, not another. They're making a Elvis Presley biopic. Are they really? Yeah. Who announced that? Who's doing that? It's actually Baz Luhrmann. Now that is a movie I want to yeah. see. So they basically found their Elvis. Yeah, who is that? And it's Austin Butler. It's a, He's in a... He's a serious kind of actor. Okay. Serious actor. Um, I see. I don't really know him like that, but I might know his face. You know, well, I, yeah, I watch a lot of TV series, yeah, so there was a lot, like a lot of big names attached to the Elvis character. Right. I think there was um, what's his name? He was in Fantastic, <laughs> Whiplash, Fantastic. What's his name again? Oh, oh, um, uh, Miles Teller. Yeah, he was attached to it as well. He was playing. He he was rumored to play Elvis. Yeah. Okay. There was other like big names as well, but. Yeah. They gave it to an unknown, basically, okay. Austin Butler. So yeah. he will be playing Baz Luhrmann's Elvis Presley. That I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. that. Like Baz Luhrmann, Elvis Presley? Oh, yeah. my God. I can't wait. Yeah, people, if you don't know Baz Luhrmann, um, he, did he do Great Gatsby? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did Great Gatsby, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio, and he did... Uh, Moulin Rouge, that's his mm-hmm. big, big movie, because yeah. he's, he's a very visual director and works really well with music. Oh, trust um, me, so I'm just expecting a lot of energy, Yeah, a lot of sparks to be flying and everything, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of uh, big, you know, well-made, I want to say well-made, I mean technically well-made biopics, like Bohemian Rhapsody, say what you will about the script and the performances, but technically, it just it's a good-looking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rocket Man took it to another level with the the music scenes and you know how how very artistic they were designed. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the Elvis movie. So um, that's I'm excited about that one. Yeah. All right. What else? And lastly, this is what this was news that I saw today. I actually tweeted about this just now. Uh-huh. Kill Bill Three. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, did he announce that today? No, it, it's not something that's really announced. Mm-hmm. But he came out and said that he's in talks with Huma Thurman mm. to do a Kill, Man, Kill Bill 3. But at the, at the same time, that kind of does not make any sense because mm-hmm. he says, for years now I'm hearing that after his 10th movie, he's finished. Right. Yet still, I've been hearing for the past couple months that he wants to do a Star Trek movie Yeah. as his 10th movie. So why is he in talks to do Kill Bill 3? Yeah, that is confusing. Because when, yeah. when, when, when he's been talking about Star Trek, I was like... Oh, okay. I guess that's gonna be his tenth movie yeah. because he's always said like I'm in doing ten, then I'm done. Which I don't yeah. believe. I don't believe for I don't, a second. I don't believe because I remember hearing that he says after his eight movie is going to be finished. Mm. Yes, still no. We're we're we're, we're progressing now to his ninth. And well, maybe 10. he he said eight and he liked the sound of ten and he's gonna yeah. like the sound of fifteen. You know, and then he's gonna want to make more movies than anybody has ever made in their yeah. life. So, um, but yeah, that that I mean. So for me, right, I think Kill Bill Volume 3 would be more fitting for him mm-hmm. um, as his final movie. Like, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Because there, there's always been that thing of um, the, was it 
what's the, what's the name? Is it? There's somebody who like she kills her mother, and then you see the little girl is is she she witnesses the, um you know the bride killing her mom, um and it's a little black girl. Do you remember the actress who she kills? Mm-mm. All right, so it's it, it's in Kill Bill. And there's a scene, because what Kill Bill is about is this whole revenge story where mm-hmm. Uma Thurman's character, she goes on a killing spree to find, um, I forget the name. I haven't seen it in years. Um, but she, she ends up killing a bunch of her old you know, comrades. And one of them um, got out of the game and had a daughter of her own. And then there's a whole scene where she kills her and she sees the woman who she's killed, her daughter. And the daughter looks at her and, she, and you know, Uma Thurman's character is like, hey, look. If in a couple of years you still mm-hmm. feel raw about it, come and find me. We'll settle this. Yeah. And that has always been kind of lingering on as like, oh, this could be a story. Like mm-hmm. if you, we could do, you know, 10, 15 years later and you show that little girl grows up to kill um, Uma Thurman's character. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, and that would be a good, ni- nice bookend to his um, career. So, but Star Trek, I'd like to see what he does with Star Trek. Oh, just because it's kind of like out of the norm. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be like a big blockbuster for him. And yeah. he's not really known for big blockbusters. So it would be something different. It'd be cool. Yeah. But I at the same time, what you just mentioned with Kill Bill, mm-hmm. I'd like to see that as well. Yeah. But it's just really conflicting right now because he's saying like, all right, I'd like to end it with Star Trek. And now he's in talks with Huma Thurman. Yeah. Another Kill Bill movie. It's, so it's, it's we'll see. But I mean, he'll just do eleven movies. Yeah, like he he or won't twelve or fifteen. <laughs> yeah, he won't stick to his 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 ten movie thing because yeah. he, he if he has an idea that he really loves as a filmmaker, he'll just go out and do it. Yeah. Um. That's my news. That's, that's all your news? news. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's Vivica A. Fox. I knew it's Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, Vivica A. Fox is the woman who she kills, and Vivica, Vivica A. Fox's daughter, daughter witnesses the yeah. yeah she witnesses the murder, and mm-hmm. then she you know the implication is that she's gonna grow up and want to hunt yeah. down Uma Thurman. Um, all right, so that's all your news. That's pretty cool. I'm glad that you came prepared because I didn't know about most of those. I think, oh. In fact, I didn't know about all of those. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you came up with those. Uh, did you watch a trailer for Top Gun? Yes, I did. Mm. I loved it. It was an interesting trailer. Yeah, I loved um, it. So, excuse me. So what you see in the trailer, you just basically you see Ed Harris is talking with Tom Cruise and he's basically asking, why is Tom Cruise his character, Maverick? Why is Maverick still in the position that he's in? Mm-hmm. And the rest of it is kind of like a, just a voiceover of that idea mm-hmm. of why doesn't he want to progress? Why is he still stuck in this place? I think that's going to be the whole crux of the movie is, you know, will this guy grow further or is there really a reason why he's still in the position he is as just a captain? Because he should be like, I don't know, an admiral or I don't know how the, the ranking works. But yeah. Um, and then he sees some really cool shots. Oh, like trust some re- me. I, one of the things I said on Twitter, some of the shots looked like they were taken right out of the 80s. Yeah. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was very skeptical because I'm not the biggest Top Gun. I don't think, I think that movie's kind of overrated mm-hmm. and stuff. So I was like, Ugh, why are they making a, another movie like 30 uh, years after? To be honest, I, I feel the same way. I, mm-hmm. I just don't, I never really saw the, I guess, the narrative. Um, potential for a top gun sequel i didn't mm-hmm. think it, there was more to that story um but i do like what they've done i mean i'm worried for tom cruise because as we know tom cruise has been doing crazy crazy stunts these days yeah. <laughs> i would not be surprised if he jumped into that 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 fighter jet and he piloted it himself oh lord like i'm i'm <laughs> concerned for the man yeah. i'm concerned um but yeah i think it looks cool um mm-hmm. it definitely looks cool did you see the trailer for snowpiercer 
Uh, yeah, I saw like a little bit. Of yeah, it. little bits of it. Yeah, I didn't watch all. Yeah, so there's a Snow Pierce a TV series coming out. It's um, it's I guess it's an alternate reality from the movie because mm-hmm. in the Snow Pierce movie the train crashed if I remember yeah. correctly, right? Um, but it has David Diggs is in it mm-hmm. from um Blind Spotting and yeah. he was also in Hamilton. Um, what's it? What's the name of the woman? Is it Jennifer Connelly? Yes, it is. Yeah, Jennifer Connelly is in it, and she's running the train. And um, I have to say, when I heard there was a Snowpiercer TV series, I was kind of excited because I like that world, right? Mm-hmm. But then, as I was watching the trailer for the TV series, um, I thought to myself, maybe I don't want a series for this. <laughs> and it's not that the trailer looked bad. The trailer looked yeah, exactly it look, like. It look, it look it looks interesting, but it's not really something that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, because, I mean, it looks exactly like what a Snowpiercer TV series would look like. Mm-hmm. But the thing for me is what made, what I realized watching the trailer was what I loved about the Snowpiercer movie was there were so many, like, little, you know, mentions of what goes on on this train, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you see a little snippet of what goes on in the school and the fucked up shit that they have to learn in the school. Yeah. You see um, a small section of, like, you, you barely see every section of the train. And you just get little hints of what this, what, you know, humanity has evolved mm-hmm. to become. And I feel like with a TV series, you're just going to get more explanation of that. Okay. All right. We're just having all sorts of issues today. <laughs> um, and I, I, okay, I thought the TV went black. I was like, not another thing can yeah. go wrong right now. All right, sorry, we had to um, restart the recording because for some reason my voice was cutting out near the end. Shauna caught it, thank God. Um, so, yeah, so we were talking about, um, I had it up here. Uh, what was it? Snowpiercer. Right, yeah. so yeah, I think it's a case of the Snowpiercer show is going to show me something that is less than what I imagined in my head. But that's probably just a me problem. So mm-hmm. hopefully it's a good show. I mean, David Diggs is a good actor, and yeah. I liked I liked seeing him in more stuff. Um, like I thought he was fantastic in Blind Spotting. So, um, but Sean, I think that's enough beating around the bush. I think we need to get to the mainstays of the Comic Con panels. Um, the big dogs themselves, the biggest movie franchise in the world, and maybe of all time. Yeah. By um, the way, before we jump in, can I just mention two things? Sure. All right. I, I love mean, I just I just gave a huge first, intro for Marvel and you just cut it off right at the end as I was no, going I into it. I just want no, to go say ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. that the new It trailer was great. The new It, that's, yo, yes. I have to mention that. And also the Cats trailer is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So before we go into Marvel, we have to talk <laughs> about those. So the It, let's start with the good before we go to the bad. Mm-hmm. The, the It trailer, um... That is a that is a near perfect trailer. Oh, yeah. that that is a that is a near perfect hype machine. You you know the the shot of Pennywise coming out with the balloons, like the the um the they perfectly set up what is gonna happen in this movie where you're gonna have one the, the one character who stayed behind he remembers everything and the mm-hmm. other characters are gonna have, the, the memories are gonna be flowing in, mm-hmm. and you know they set you up with the slight premise and they you know. Everybody knows Pennywise. Everybody watched the first It movie. Mm-hmm. So they know what kind of horror they're going to be getting into. And they showed enough things that were familiar from the first movie, like, you know, with Georgie showing up once again and screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the weird, wacky stuff like the Hall of Mirrors. Yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah. that scene. Trust me. Like, and yeah. they, they had so many little other boy. things. There were so many other little, um, you know, hints of creative horror scenes that they're gonna mm-hmm. do uh, that was what i loved about the first movie was that they had creative ways of of pennywise just torturing these children um so i'm looking forward to that one a lot yes. thank you thank you for bringing that up yes um now the cat's trailer <laughs> 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 all 
cast of Best Picture, people. Ooh, That's boy. all I am saying. Best Picture? Yeah, you Best mean, Picture. You Come mean on. at the Razzies? Come on. That's not... The Academy Awards <laughs> Best Picture. <laughs> How can you not love that trailer? Because it looks it's, like garbage. It's, yeah, it's, it looks... You know the thing about this trailer? It looks fascinating and it looks like garbage. <laughs> It just looks like it's going to be a movie that everybody hates, but some person to love. Here's the thing: and I think I think I'm going to love it. I think I'm, I'm going, think to, going to. Love it. I think I'm going to go into that theater it's thinking it's going to be a, a horror show, yeah. and then it's going to touch me, and mm-hmm. I'm going to hear that like memory. I'm going to hear all those songs mm-hmm. because I'm going to let you in on a secret. Cats scared me as a child. Oh, like, we had a, a VHS, which was I guess a recording of the you know Broadway um, play. And just seeing like giant human looking cats <laughs> freaked me the hell out. I was maybe like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I just, it, and plus the, the poster had the, the green cat eyes mm-hmm. in the dark. Just looked like a monster. And then you saw what looked like monsters on the stage. It just, yeah. it freaked me out. The new trailer <laughs> is going to do that for an- another generation. It is here to freak out the younger generation. That's what they're here they're, for. They made a trailer called Artistic and Stuff. Like yeah. It's like, it's like the trailer doesn't understand how freaky they look. And it's, it's taking itself very seriously. Yes. So, I mean, this movie <laughs> is going to either be a crowd pleaser or it's going to be an absolute disaster. I cannot wait to watch this movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, what is... Um, so, so the pro- here's the interesting thing, though. So we have a movie like Avatar. Mm-hmm. Avatar came out 10 years ago. Yeah. Avatar is a movie about a bunch of cat people. Mm-hmm. Avatar looks great. Yeah. Now we have cats coming out in 2019. <laughs> a movie about cat people. And it looks terrible. Like the, I, the, the worst the worst shot is a shot of, um, let me see if I can find it. Um, Jennifer Hudson. She, they did her wrong with this one. Because <laughs> I swear to God... It, Judy Dench. <laughs> Judy Dench is like I think Judy Dench actually looks decent compared to Jennifer Hudson because look at that man. Yeah. It's like and Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, people are freaking out about Taylor Swift in it. But yeah. I think Taylor Swift actually is one of the better renderings. But I just like the fur coming out of Jennifer Hudson's face. Yeah, it just it looks, looks creepy. It looks yeah. unfinished. Mm-hmm. Um, because the problem is, it's that uncanny valley thing of it looks too much like human and not mm-hmm. enough like cats like they really should have gone with the costumes because this cg thing is not working out like <laughs> you shouldn't put a human face on a cat head mm-hmm. um it just doesn't look bad mm-hmm. he looks all right but he has a hat i think the hat kind of disguises him a little bit yeah uh but yeah just, ugh, i can't look at this anymore it's creeping me out it genuinely is um okay so you want to talk about the marvel news now yeah um, I don't know where to start. Okay, you tell me. What was your favorite thing to come out of Marvel? Blade. Blade. All right, yeah. let's start with Blade. So, last year, 2018, biggest movie of the year, one of the biggest was Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And I think it showed Marvel that, oh, black people can make us some money. Yeah. And they went out and said, okay, who do we got? Oh, we got Blade? Mm-hmm. Put him in a movie straight, boy, because... If the black people are going to come out in droves yeah. for any hero, that, that I think 100% Black Panther success is what gave us Blade today. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, not, I'm, sh- I'm sure they were talking about it, like, oh, maybe we could. But once Black Panther made that much money, Blade was fast-tracked. I yeah. 100% guarantee you. I, I, I agree. Yeah. But I was hearing that, um, actually, Mahershala, mm-hmm. um, he was the one like, that got on the phone and said, here, what? let's make a Blade movie. Oh, really? And Marvel was like, Looks at Black Panther's box office and say, "Oh, sure, yeah, 
Right, right away. away. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it right now. Yeah, you free this weekend? That, yeah, that's what um the articles online are saying yeah. that he was like, All right guys, I wanna play Blade. What we what, what we can what can we do? Yeah and stuff. So But yeah. but I mean, yeah, so I mean definitely I mean Blade was a huge it wasn't a huge surprise, but you know, like with with everything that happened in the last year or so, Fantastic mm-hmm. Four and X Men, I thought those would be the huge announcements. But they didn't exactly. even mention those much. Mm-hmm. Like they said, okay, we have them coming, but they're not yeah. in the current phase. Like yeah. it's gonna be another. I mean, I knew it was gonna happen because I knew the deal had to solidify first before mm-hmm. we could make movies out of them. But I mean, it's gonna be another four or five years before we get into the Fantastic Four yeah. and the X Men. It will more likely be introduced in Phase Five. Yeah, well, I mean, you might get one or two things like you might get a Baxter building announced in or mm-hmm. in one of the Phase Four movies, or like, um, I don't know, uh, Sue Storm will be Peter Parker's teacher or something like yeah, that. You know, it'll be. That's what they can do. They can just like just just ease them in. Yeah. Like especially the X Men, just take time and ease them in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, the mutants is a huge thing that they're yeah. gonna. But there is a they 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 are clever people. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was the movie with um? Oh, it was Alita. Yeah. So I want to I want to look at this clip from Alita. Real quick. Wait, what time is the movie? Eight fifteen. Right. In, all right. We have to, we have to hurry up this yeah. quick. <laughs> um, but in the trailer for Alita, there's one shot from um Herschelo, which I think is like his audition for Blade. Um, let me see if I can just pull this over. Because, like, uh, do you remember the shot I'm talking about? Mm-mm. All right. It's it's really quick. Let me see. If, I don't even know if I can find it. I might just cut out this part. But it's like he is just looking cool as all the hell with his sunglasses. I don't think it's in this trailer. But there's a, there's a particular shot of him mm-hmm. where he's just in the dark glasses. I don't know. if you, Did you see, watch Alita? Yes, I did. Yeah, with him in the dark glasses. Dark. And he's just, like, looking through and the door is closing on him. Like, that. He was, he was auditioning Blade. for Blade. He yes. was Blade, you know. So yeah. when they when when I heard Blade was announced, I didn't hear the casting, mm-hmm. and I was like, they need to get Mahershala. And then I read the casting, I was like, all right, they did it. Yeah. They didn't need me to tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's just go through this really quickly before you have to leave. Um, so why, where I think that they could introduce mutants is um, the multiverse exists, and yeah. Doctor Strange Two is going to be. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Scott Derrickson is back to direct. He says it's going to be the scariest um, yeah, MC, MCU perfect. movie yet. Um, we talked about how superheroes are going more into horror, like with the New Mutants movie that came out recent, or, yeah, or it was supposed to come out. Allegedly. Right. Well, we saw a trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were excited about, you know, seeing it going to that horror direction. You know, mm-hmm. um, Logan was pretty much a Western. Um, Deadpool being the R-rated action comedy. And, you know, X-Men doing the time travel stuff. I mean, they've been able to put these superhero movies in different genres. I think horror being is a logical next step. And I think Scott Derrickson is perfect for that because he did Sinister. He did Exorcism Exorcism of Emily Rose. Like, he's a horror guy. So I think he has an eye for that. And also there, they... Um, the Scarlet Witch will be Scarlet Witch is going to be in the movie I don't know if you remember watching Age of Ultron and she had like those little creepy scenes where she's like oh yeah 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 Yeah. it just looks so cool it was very horror centric yeah yeah. it was very horror centric so I'm saying like this was just perfect Mm -hmm. I mean everything is just coming together first horror MCU movie horror director yeah because um, what's her name Scarlet Witch her powers in the MCU so far yeah. have been kind of not really magic based, um, but in the comics, I mean, she's Scarlet Witch for a reason. She works with magic just the yeah. way Doctor Strange does. So I think they're trying to bring that more out in her character mm-hmm. with this movie. Um, also, to talk about Scarlet Witch, WandaVision mm-hmm. is going to be set in the 1950s, I believe. 
it's because Wanda, um, you know, Wanda Maximoff, she has reality altering powers. Mm -hmm. um, and I think she's going to be constructing like this world that she and Vision live in. And that might be how she enters into the multiverse because she constructs her own reality, which is another dimension of the multiverse. Oh. Uh, Marvel's gonna get really weird, well, like really weird and wacky stuff. Well, they're 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 gonna have to get weird because we're gonna need back Mjolnir. Yeah, because uh, well, also yeah. the, well before we get into that, but <laughs> yeah. also Blade has vampires. Like vampires yeah. are a huge thing to just throw into a universe. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, Lady Thor. We got Natalie Portman. Is I this one? Yeah. really took me out because yeah. I thought Natalie Portman was done with no, the Marvel yeah, movies I mean, she was, was barely in Endgame yeah. she wasn't in Thor 3 no, and she wasn't in Endgame I think it, they just showed back a they showed yeah uh, little Thor clips two, of but, yeah. but I mean her face was in it like in the credits you saw Natalie Portman and that's that's how little she was in it that she wasn't even like shot for the movie mm -hmm. um but yeah, so she's back in Thor 4 mm -hmm. it's called I love this title I love this title love more than any like Thor, Love and Thunder is Thor 4. It's going to have Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman. Mm. Uh, Natalie Portman is going to be Lady Thor. I don't know if this is like Chris Hemsworth's last movie, but no. boy, <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Um, okay, other than that, we have, uh, I, I mentioned WandaVision. That's one of the Disney Plus shows. Mm -hmm. uh, we just got more on Bucky and Winter Soldier. Loki Loki is going to be taking place in the... Um, the alternate dimension when he yeah. stole the the, cube. the 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 cosmic cube, cube yeah. right? Um, the space stone. So it's gonna be picking up right after that point, yeah. which means all of the character development that he got from Thor two and um, Infinity War and Ragnarok and you know all that's gonna be kind of gone. So <laughs> yeah. he's gonna start from scratch and be you know the the, uh, yeah, the, the villain that everybody villain. likes. Yeah. Um, and they're probably gonna have him pop up in different episodes in different areas yeah. of the Marvel universe. You that's gonna be really I, you cool. Know what I love? with the whole Disney Plus series that yeah. everything is linked. Yeah. So Unlike the, the Netflix yeah. shows, which they were linked to each yeah. other, but they weren't really linked to the movies. Exactly. Everything is linked. Yeah. So Marvel is like force in our hands. So you have to watch these. Yeah, because it's Disney... I mean, it's not um, Netflix as a streaming service. It's Disney yeah. streaming services. Their exactly. movies tied to it. That's why The Mandalorian um, for Star Wars is going to be so mm -hmm. connected to the movies. Um, but Bucky and Winter Soldier, didn't get much more on that. Um, Hawkeye is going to be focusing on Kate Bishop, which is mm -hmm. the female Hawkeye, the young female Hawkeye. Is that his daughter? Not sure. We're not sure if his daughter is going to be made because in the comic, Kate Bishop is a different character, oh, not related to okay, him. Okay. But in the movies, it seems you know he's training his daughter to do the the, mm -hmm. the bow and arrow in the beginning of Endgame before she disappears. And she, and she called him, and he called her Hawkeye. Right? Yeah, Hawkeye. yeah. Like a like a little pet name. Like, oh yeah, you're Hawkeye too, kind mm -hmm. of thing. So it could be that she is Kate Bishop. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe that's uh, maybe her middle name is bishop or something like that they could just rewrite the character a little bit so that they have yeah. that kind of um parental connection um and especially after losing scarlet witch mm -hmm. like not scarlet witch um black widow mm -hmm. i'm sure that's gonna come into how he deals with his daughter wanting to be a superhero um yeah. and we also got the what if series which mm -hmm. is a tv series about you know what if certain things happen in the marvel universe so in the comics it's always been you know, what if Captain America's shield wasn't instruct indestructible? Or what mm -hmm. if, you know, Bruce Banner discovered a cure for the Hulk? Like, it's yeah. little offshoot stories that kind of yeah. take things that happen. Everybody's re reprising their roles. Yeah, and well, I think... Voice yeah, well, it's, it's, it's cool that they're going to be doing it as people know the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. So they'll be able to play with certain things. Um, we got Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. I don't know the actor's name. Um, Simu Lu? Yeah. 
that 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 yeah something like that yeah. um <laughs> he's he's kind of unknown un- 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 yeah um he's gonna be heading up the movie um but it's it's uh he was in some he's in a canadian tv show mm-hmm. so you know he's, he's he's young enough he's got you know the body he's got the the acting chops i think he'll be fine uh, Marvel has a way of taking unknown characters like Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth. Like they were very unknown at the time, and now they're superstars. Um, but it's not just it's Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's yeah. the interesting part because the Ten Rings that people know from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, they they were in the first Iron Man mm-hmm. because they were the people who um, abducted Tony Stark. Um, the Mandarin was a member of the Ten Rings, and then he the Mandarin wasn't the Mandarin in Iron Man Three. Yeah. Then they had the uh, Long Live the King one shot, which had the real Ten Rings wanting. It was a retcon. Anyway, um, Ten Rings is this like ancient organization in the Marvel comics. Mm. So it looks like they're going to have that kind of connection to the Iron Man movies. And, you know, since this whole phase seems to be dealing with a lot of mysticism with yeah. Doctor Strange and, and everything and, and Thor and, you know, maybe there'll be, maybe you'll get the true Mandarin in this movie. Yeah, um, that's, what they, that's what they're implying, that yeah. we're trying to get the real Mandarin. Um, also, we've got the Black Widow movie mentioned, no trailer or anything, got a cool poster for it. Um, Black Panther 2 is mentioned as being in the next phase, yeah. um, not in the current slate. Captain Marvel Captain 2 as well, 2. Guardians 3, Fantastic 4, um, X-Men. they mentioned mutants, mm-hmm. but not really X-Men, X-Men but yeah. Kevin Feige said they're interchangeable, but I think what he means is they're kind of trying to introduce a concept of mutants to the yeah. MCU. That's a huge thing to just throw into a franchise. Yeah. So they but can just ease it in. Well, they can ease it in or they could just, you know, put everything in an alternate dimension mm-hmm. where mutants exist yeah. or bring mutants from the alternate dimension into this dimension. There's a, just get, so many Yeah, there's so many ways they could do it. it. Um, and the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave us a full cast of the Eternals. Yeah. You got, I don't remember his name, but he played Maybe. Rob Stark. Um, um, I don't know his name. Richard something. Yeah. Uh, he's in that he's gonna be in the Eternals so is Angelina Jolie, Jolie huge Brian, casting Brian Tyree Henry as well yeah there's Kumail Kumail, Kumail Nanjiani. Nanjiani yeah um, so Eternals Richard and Madden Richard Madden Richard name. Madden that's his yeah. name yeah very good um, and what was really funny was so many people on Twitter being like I don't know what this is I have yeah. no idea like people know Blade kinda because I mean, you know, the Wesley Snipes movies came out. Like they know Blade as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, they they know Scarlet Witch. They know Black Widow. They know Black Panther. Like they know all these other characters. And the Marvel just says, you know what? Fuck you, Eternals. Eternals. What do you know about it? Nothing. You're gonna well, come see it anyway. I reading. Yeah. I mean, I know that he. They are tied to. Uh, they're like Thanos's race. Yeah, well, something like they're that. they're very ancient, um, powerful beings in the Marvel yeah, universe. Superhuman humans. Yeah, and you know, basically, like, if they were around for for Infinity War, thing would have done. Like, if <laughs> yeah. if they had an Avengers team full of e- Eternals, it wouldn't have been a, yeah. a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, Marvel. Marvel has a lot, um, and it was really fun to see. I'm like, I can't die. I can't die for the next yeah. ten years because I need yeah. to see all these yeah, movies. Yeah, we have to stay alive. Yeah. That's going to depress me when I'm actually dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to be alive for a lot longer. We're going to be bringing you a lot more shows. 
I am so sorry to have to rush through all that. I hope you could understand my speedy talking. Kashana has somewhere to go. We are already yes, late. Time really flies. Time really flies, especially when yeah. you're being interrupted three or four times. Yeah. Um, but thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud. There it is. Yeah. Um, you can follow me at Damien Movies on Twitter. That's D A M I Movies. You can follow Shauna. Shauna WTF. And you can follow me at Damien Michael Movies on Instagram. And you can find the podcast on DamienMichaelMovies.com. Uh, Shauna, thank you for coming. All right. My and thank pleasure. you all for listening. All right, we'll bye see you bye next everybody. time. Bye.